0: Love Talk Radio. Show me this morning Every morning Lord I need you to fall fresh Upon me so I know which way to go During the day I know what to do Yeah Lord God is faithful And uh, he is able to see us through Over and over and over again And we are grateful Unto him Almighty God And have all power There is no higher power today and listen to this. We've we, we got to remember things. All power is on our side. Yeah. He said if he be for us, he's more than the whole world
1: against us.
0: Yeah. And that's every day we wake up. Every day he bless us to wake up. That's what he said in his words. So if all power is on our side, we should be going to all the power more. To tell him about every situation. Another thing today in 2020, March the 21st, 2020, we need to go back and take a look. Go back and take a look. Look, Go back and look at when he first saved you. Go back when you first found out that he was truly real in your life go back and talk to him more. We're in the very last and evil days, I promise you that. And things are not getting better, it's getting worse. Nobody appears to care about nobody even in the church, even in the church. Every man for himself today and God be for us all. Everything has changed. Right is wrong in the eyes today. Wrong is right in everywhere you go, even in the prison system. It appears they don't want people to be rehabilitated. They don't want people to have a change of heart and mind. Yeah, they lock them up. When your time is up, go out and go back and do what you did before or do worse this time because there has been... Nothing to help you. Nothing. They they can't just say, well, if you do good, we're going to let you out. No, that that don't work. So there's got to be another way. I know another way. And I'm working with some what they call inmates to bring this to the governor's attention. And this, what we're bringing, will work. But now it's up to them whether or not this is what they want to do for the people. Yeah. It's up to that system to decide if they want to rehabilitate people because you can change. I did it. Everybody can do it. And what got to be realized too is Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, I know that. you know, people think they're so intellectual and they're so smart and they can do this. Listen, without God, it won't work. I'm just here to tell you. He's got to be the foundation of it. He's got to be the center of it. He's got to be the ending of it. Because if without him, you can't do nothing. Everything you decide to do, everything that you think about, he need to be in place. You need to be the beginning of it. Because if not, it's a a straight-up fail before you start. And see, it's it's messed up. And we got to depend on God for everything this morning, I'm telling you. Because people think success is if you go to college and complete it, come out with your degree. You get a good job, as they call it, a good paying job. You find a wife, you find a husband, you have children. Y'all have new cars, y'all have the house on the hill with the devil. What they are calling the American dream. If you have this going on and you have money, you are successful. Let me tell you something. The devil is a fool and a liar, and he will make a fool and a liar out of you. That's not success. Mm -mm. No way. That's you getting stuff and things and guess what? God allow it. What you say, Bob, God allow it. Uh-huh. Because of this. If you have the mentality to go all the way, God'll let you go as far as you need to go. For you. But you've left him out, so whatever take place, you don't have a refuge, you don't have a, a safe haven. You don't have a place. Well, you can run in and be saved because you didn't get to save you. You got you and what you think and what the world has taught you. Devil, y'all better hear me today. Don't care about nothing and nobody but money. Numbers, numbers, numbers. That's all they care about is numbers. Have you met your quota? Sales are ridiculous. They don't care who they cheat to make a sale. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. And we the people, we just sit back and let it go on. We feel like we don't have a voice. We don't know what to do. And then certain things, you've got to be careful because the devil will kill you. If I truly just come out and just show, that devil would be after me big time. So I'm not trying to use the intellect of Barbara to change nothing. I'm going through the word of God and prayer, and I'm going to let God be glorified. And if it be his will, he'll change it. If not, I accept what God has allowed. I'm better off anyway. For without him, I can do nothing. For this country, that's a way to get America back in place. I don't care how messed up it is. The scripture says this, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive the sins, and hear the land. Well, who are his people? Everybody he made for his pleasure could be his people. But many refuse to believe that he made them, and that he made them for his pleasure. He made the heavens and the earth. They refuse to believe that. They look and, and they prefer to find a man who did it, which they never will. Because they rather believe man than God. That's the scripture there. That's the word. And God let us know there's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. But because you don't believe, you don't pay that any attention. Yeah, Those who don't believe, they don't pay that any attention. And the believers, we got to walk in faith every day now. As I know men who may not be paying it no attention, even poor people, they may not be paying it any attention. The government give them some assistance and the government give them some food stamps so they feel like, oh, we got it made in the shade. God allowed it so that you could be blessed, even the poor, because he said the poor would always be with us. That's why we don't look down on them unless we're reaching our hand down to lift them up. God has allowed it. But we got to go back and take a look around. We got to go back and look when neighbors were important. If they needed a cup of sugar, they could borrow the sugar. If they never brought it back, oh, well, the next time I borrowed two eggs from them and we even. But we're not even thinking like that. We're not even giving account to a cup of sugar that they borrowed or two eggs that I bought. We're not paying that any attention. We're helping one another, especially the members of the household of faith, which is the church of God which is a house of prayer. We're helping one another, but they done brought it so in the church where pride done come in. And I'm too prideful to ask for a teaspoon of of, of baking soda, or baking powder to make my bread. I'm, I'm just too prideful. It wouldn't take me but five seconds to ask my neighbor for a spoon of baking powder. But I'd rather jump in my car and drive five miles almost to Walmart and get a whole can of baking powder when that could have been done later on. I could have been through making the bread and on to the next chore. But we're too prideful. Back in the day, we used to borrow clothes from one another. They don't do that. You can't do that today. You talked about like a dog. People have been working for 30 years, and somebody come and say, they didn't buy a house yet. They've been working for 30 years. That's crazy. Get your hand out their pocket, because how do you know how much they're making and what they can afford? But we have become so prideful and so selfish, never seen so many selfish people like I see today. And we choose to just stay in our little group and to our little self. For a post out. Let's pray for everybody. Let's pray for each other and pray for every believer. I don't know what the believer going through in, in certain parts of the world, but I do know this. If they're a believer, the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. Let's pray that God's will is being done in our minds, in our lives. Let's ask God to let this mind be in us that was also in his son, Christ Jesus, that, Father, we would do the will, your will. Because this is what Jesus told me. i come to do the will of him that sent me. That's why I'm healing the sick, raising the dead, feeding the poor. That's why I'm talking to children. Suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Hey. This is what my father taught me, and what you see me doing is what he taught me. This is what I know, and I know that this is real because my father's real, and he taught me this. How many of us can say, I'm doing the will of God? Truly, doing the will of God daily. How many can say, I come to do the will? Of him that sent me, you know God sent you, and you doing what He told you to do. He might tell you, well, just hand out, write some scriptures on some uh, strips of paper, and just pass them out. That's all He may have you doing. But I know He got you praying for all because He said, man ought to always pray and not think, pray without ceasing. There's so much for us to pray for today. One of the main things is the leadership of our country. Because I don't believe there's no longer United States of America. I believe it's just the United States. I believe they, they're not really united. Every tub's sitting on his own bottom, which means that each state is responsible for themselves. Somewhere in there, things have been sold out. You know, things have been given away. that should have stayed in for this country, for the people of America. But we don't pay attention to that. As long as we can make 15 cents over the rent money, we don't care. The believer is acting like the world. Whatever the president say, whatever the government say, this is what we're banking on. I can't bank on that because it could be here today and gone today. But I can depend and bank on the word of God if I'm in place with the word of God. See, a lot of us, we're not in place with the world. I mean, in, with the word. We're in place with the world. And without telling God, without opening our mouth, our actions show him, it's my thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. My flesh telling me to do this, and I'm doing it. You don't even open your mouth and tell him that in the prayer. You're just doing it. And he see what you do. Because, see, if he hear what you say and see what you do, and if what you're saying and doing it are two different things. He knows it's a lie. I know it's a lie. Anybody with common sense would know it's a lie. I got the Holy Spirit. I'm this and I'm bad. Honey, some of them, if you don't call them by that title, oh, boy, get ready for the wrath. I'm Barbara Pittman, the evangelist of God. But that don't make me all there is to me. Because Barbara Pittman have many components, many departments, have many things about me. There's a lot of work to be done. Any title that you hear me call, that's because of work that I have done, not because of what I said. Some of these titles I can't agree with them and I be, ooh, I'd be like, what? But they saw the work. The songwriter said, may the work I've done speak for me. I've gone in places where nobody wanted to go, but I was willing. I went in places that were scary. I stayed in places that were scary. Oh, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. God sent me to a hotel one time. Oh, and I had a lot of luggage. Oh, my goodness. I went right on. Slept like a baby. But going in there, I had to go through all kind of things. Prostitutes, crack smokers, crack... Su- oh, you just couldn't believe murder! you just wouldn't believe it. But I had to go do the will of him that sent me. The next morning when I come out of there, all of that was gone. Because the, 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 they wrote a song back in the day. It's a circular song, but they say the freaks come out at night. And it was at night when I got there. And I had heard about it, and I was a little bit, you know, looking strange, but he sent me. I had to go. I didn't have a choice. And if he sent me, he was going to take care of me, and that he did. And the next morning, like I said, all of that had dispersed. All of that was gone. When I went downstairs, it was very nice to me at the front desk, because they realized me coming in there, I not like the norm. I wasn't dressed like the norm, talking like the norm, looking crazy. I had a real ID, a real Florida State ID, nothing made up. Yeah, I had a credit card. I didn't pay cash. See, when, you, when you're when you not legitimate, you have to pay cash because so you ain't got the, the, the proper things you need. You can't get it. Come down there. There was a lady and her son. And he kept walking backwards and forward. And he was a little upset. And you could tell he was full of spirits. Evil spirits. And I asked her, I said, well, ma'am, what's wrong with your son? She said, well, he wanted money last night so he could pay for a prostitute. And I wouldn't give him none. And then this morning, he wanted me to buy him a pack of cigarettes and I wouldn't give him the money to buy cigarettes. And I said, okay. And I kept talking. Well, the Lord went up in a business and told her about a her brother and her, another son that had died. She often wondered where were they? What happened to them once they died? Was hell they home? Was they taking their final rest? When God called their name, was he going and they stood before him? What was he going to say to them? Well, the Lord spoke it. She said, oh, my goodness. She said, that's my dream. She said, that's what I saw in my dream. I said, well, you asked the Lord about it, and you wanted to know. He was showing you in a dream, but you couldn't understand. So the day was that day he sent me. And the church that you're doing all this traveling for, he said to stop, stay home. Went up in a business. I didn't know that lady, and she definitely didn't know me. I left there and went on to the airport. I went to pick up a, a, a rental van. I had so much stuff, luggage, clothes. I couldn't fit it in the regular cab. So the cab that I called, they came, but they said, we're going to have to send something bigger back for you. Plus the cab that came, it was a little bit on the raggedy side, okay? Now what they sent back was a van that could hold all my stuff, or it should be a bigger vehicle nice air conditioned clean that kind of thing see if you obey he go you can look at what uh just keep going in him and trust in him he's going to bring you out better than all right over and over again so look i got onto the airport and i was sitting there with all this luggage because i had to wait for them to get a rental van wait for a van to come in and, and one was coming in later that day well I couldn't go nowhere, I didn't have no transportation. So I just sat there and uh read my Bible, prayed, looked around to make sure God went. And said, this guy come and sit right in front of me. Right in front of me. I was like, Wow <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I was enjoying this little peaceful this by myself, I said and he doesn't come. And the Lord said, tell him the woman he going to meet. And I went to, you know me, I got to run my mouth before I went to telling him. He looked at me. I said, in the team that you're doing praise and worship with, whatever God told me to tell him, yada, 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 yada. When I got through, he went in his pocket. He said, I got to bless you today, and I just want to bless you with lunch, if if, if you don't mind. I said, I don't mind. He pulled out a wad of money and gave it to me. And uh, Shantae was with me, as a matter of fact, and I think she had stepped outside or something. And when she come back, I was talking to him, and uh, I had put the money in my purse, and he left. He said, well, God bless you. Um, this is my flight. He said, and I hope I see you again or whatever, whatever, you know, and he went on. I showed her the money. She said, what? I said, yes. Yeah. He wants us to have a good lunch. Let's go have a good lunch. That's in the airport. I finally get the band. I had to call my old boss. Well, no, no that was the, the latest boss. And talk to her, and she was able to bless me to get the, the band a lot quicker. I don't know what she did or what she said. But they called me on up, and I was able to go up and get the band. We loaded it up ourselves and went on to Georgia. When I got to Georgia, a door come open there. And God began to use me in joy. Oh, I'm telling you, I come to do the will of him that sent me. Now, some people will say this, well, yeah, she can do all of that because she she have a gift or some gifts. You can do all of that, too, because you have some gifts, too. It may not be identical. But there are things that you can do unto Almighty God. You can spread the good news of Jesus wherever you go, but we're too shy and we're too scared. And a lot of us, uh, we're ashamed because we're concerned about what people think about what we're doing. I could care less about what you think about I'm doing. God said it, I'm doing it. And even if he didn't speak, I'm going to talk to you and find out where you are. And most people I talk to say, yeah, I need to come up in my prayer life and then my Bible studies I I I used to study my Bible or at least read it. I don't do that no more. See, because the seed has been planted. Come on back. Come home. Go back to the old path and look around. The seed right then has been planted. Now it's not my job to follow them to make sure they they went back to pray excuse me, went back to praying and went back to reading their Bible. That's not my job. My job was to tell them of the good news of Jesus. They knew about it and they remembered it and now it's up to them what they do. But my job is complete. I've been in Walmart, I've been in dollar stores. And whatever he said, that's what I was going to do. You wasn't embarrassed not the least bit. I didn't I didn't have time to think to be embarrassed. I didn't have, I knew that the right thing to do was to talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. I didn't have time to be embarrassed. Embarrassed about what? The one who woke me up this morning, closed in my right mind? The one who caused me to have the use and activities of my limbs, my life, my health, and my strength? I didn't have time to think on that. Again, i come to do the will of him that sent me. He gave me the gift of love. And with that gift of love, I'm reminded he wished that none should perish, the good, the bad, or the ugly. He don't want none of them to perish. He made them all for his pleasure. I see how many people with a little youth to them treat elderly people. But if they keep living, that day going to come. That day going to come if they keep living gray hair gonna start coming. They'll soon begin to see the wrinkles. They say black don't crack and it, and it lasts a long time. They say because of the pigmentation in the skin. It, it, it stays smooth a long time. Women in their 80s don't look 80. But even in all of that, keep living. Because you may not look 60, but you feel it every now and then. Sometimes you have aches and pains, to feel like for no reason. Well, look, why my toe hurting today. <laughs> my arm, oh, I just had a pain in my arm. Yeah, that body is preparing to go back to where it come from. The dirt. Yeah, the dust. And I know so many. They exercise. They do all this stuff to keep it up, and, for the wrong reason. Not nothing is wrong with you or, or exercising and eating properly to stay active. You know, to, to to be able to do the things that you need to do to walk, to run. You know what I'm saying? To tend the business, to take care of yourself. But if you're doing this so that you can have looks for the world, that's all gonna cave in one day. One day. Oh my goodness. One day you'll wake up in the nursing home. All your exercise and all that done turned to flab. I'm just telling you the truth. See, because we didn't take on the mind of Christ, we took on the mind of our flesh, ourselves. But when you take on the mind of Christ, he's going to lead and guide you in the right path. He's going to tell you what to do. And, and I know people, i got the Holy Spirit. Well, I know this for me. If the, you have the Holy Spirit, it tells Believers how to dress it tell believers how to talk. It tell believers which way to go if we're listening, and if you got the Holy Spirit and you looking and acting like the world now so you, you need to go back to the altar and 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 make sure you get what you need and It's a gift from God, so what we have to do. It's asked for it or even by the laying on of hands. Somebody can lay hands on you, and you'll receive. You ask God for it, he give it to you. And you don't never know when or how, really. I was under a tree when I received from him. I was under a tree. Because some people go to the altar, they say, they say, you've been converted. You, you converted from doing what you used to do. Unsaved folk lose weight. It's a a mind. It's the mentality of your thinking. So when you convert it, you decide not to drink no more, smoke no more, do dope no more, diss no more, fornicate no more. But when you have the Holy Ghost, it goes beyond that. It shows you the real you, who you really are. He has shown me when I first come to him, my selfish, evil ways. It'll make you cringe because now you're for a holy God and he's showing you what was in you. You had the spirit of trickery, the spirit of lying, stealing, cheating. You had these spirits in you, the spirit of selfishness. Oh, that's an ugly spirit right there. The spirit of jealousy, that's another real super evil spirit that will kill you if you don't watch it. Jealousy will make people kill you So he'll show you all of this about you And once you see this You got to go to him And ask him to help you fix me God Take these things out of me I don't want to have that mentality To be selfish I don't want to be jealous of nobody I don't want to hurt nobody I don't want to think I'm the only one Now Lord move this from me in the name of Jesus. And when you tell him, mean what you say now. Anything you talk to God about, mean it. Because if not, it's coming. And when it comes, you'll be like, oh, yeah. But this is what you asked for. Say it see, um, Jealous over something they don't want. Many times they see what you've got. They don't want what you've got. They don't want you to have it. Apostle Turner said that the other day on Facebook. They don't really want what you got. They just don't want you to have it. And then sometimes they want to take it from you so that you just don't have it. Yeah, foolishness. You're telling them what God doesn't bless you with, and and, and they just reeking with jealousy. Or why didn't I get that? With is selfish self. Itself. What God has for you is for you, and what He's got for me is for me. God didn't have that for you. You haven't done what I've done. You haven't been where I've been. You haven't suffered in the way I've suffered. People don't realize that. They looking at the bins you driving, but they don't know what you've been through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they realize it can't be taken. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, the more they try to take it, the bigger it get in your life. Why? God had it for you. Yeah. People have killed themselves, committed suicide, because they couldn't have what others had. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to die over what I can't have. I don't want it. I don't want what you want. I want a whole different thing. Yeah, you, see, you might like being. I like that Rose. You want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, and I want a tiny
1: house. <laughs>
0: but you think I want the house on the hill. Yeah, uh-uh. I want that tiny house. Today, it would be easy for me to clean a tiny house. Baseboard, windows, all kind of stuff in there. I could Ceiling, fa- everything could be done in, in, in kind of a, a, a few hours I would be through. I could scrub all around the toilets and Huh? I can get it real good myself. Why? It's a tiny house. But the bigger it is, the more work to be done. Then if I had four children and I got a house on the hill with the the children gonna eventually leave home. Why I need all of that now? So after they leave, I need to downsize. But well, I ain't gonna do it 'cause my children come home. Well, when they come home, they have to come home with a hotel. They moved out. They had their own place. <clears throat> I'm no longer responsible for them. But even in our older years, we want to still take care of adult children. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. And many of them, when they're on the good foot, when they're up and running good, They got what they need and more. They're not coming back to offer nothing to mama and daddy so that if they do fall on hard times and need to come back, mama and daddy got something for them to come back on. No, they just want to go do their thing, and when they fall down, they want to come back to you. Now, I don't need that either. I need to teach you it's not about selfishness. We're supposed to love one another and look out for one another. They have, uh, 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 children are still mad with their parents from way back in the day. They have not learned how to forgive. And let me tell y'all something. I deal with a lot of ladies, they lost their children. Some of them never will get them back. Some of them don't know where the children at. They've never had the, the strength to continue in this thing because they thought about what people would say about them. They thought about what the state would think of them. They thought about what they had to go through and how they would be talked to and all of this to get the kids back. But if you love them, you won't go through what you go through. One told me one day, well, I'm glad I didn't have to go through all of that because I decided to let it go because I would have done all of that and these kids would have got up and cursed me to my face. I said, well, they could have did that. I said, but I would have showed them, I'm coming back after you if it's possible, because I love you. Now, if you get up and cuss me to my face, that's on you. You and God got to deal with that. So, it's a lot of work out here to be done. And a lot of women have just felt so bad. And let me tell you something. A lot of them cry every day over those children that they lost, the children that they don't know where your grown child is now because they done got grown. They cry over that every day. But it, can't, it can be undone. Yeah, because God could bring them back in your life. But guess what? They're afraid of that. They're afraid of the hurt and the pain. I lost mine, and I I didn't lose them, but they took mine, and I didn't get about no hurt and no pain and what nobody thought because nobody was, if somebody was there to help me, they never would have went nowhere. I didn't have no help, and I needed some at the time. I did all I could, work, whatever I could do. Tried to stay home and raise the babies so they didn't go to daycare, coming home sick, and people done mistreating. I, I, I did what I could. Yeah, so now when the time came and I got the opportunity to come get them back, hey, I'm right here. I had dreams and hope, but God had a different plan. Not me, but he did. So when I look back, if if it's what you decide to do, you decide to hate me or, or not forgive me, that's on you. Because he told me to come to you first and ask you to forgive me. Whether you forgive me or not, after that, I come to him and ask him to forgive me. And he is forgiving me because I mean it from a sincere place in my heart. Matter of fact, I mean it with a whole sincere heart. So he forgive me, clean me up, pick me up, lift me up, show me the way to go because I'm staying with him. I'm not going to change courses. He done blessed me with strength to get this done. Now I'm going to get with the world. Now I'm be drawing closer to him because he's the one that helped me. He's the one that brought me out. He's the one that delivered me. Could have been so much worse. But he blessed me. And anything, I don't care what it is, it can be of my own child, my brother, my sister, it can be anything if it's coming against me, he's going to remove it. y'all got to hear me today because I've decided to make Jesus my total choice every day, all day, and everything that I can. I've decided to make him my choice. Now it don't mean I'm not going to go through trials. I'm not going to have problems. It don't mean it. it don't mean I'm perfect, no, it don't mean any of that, but I yet have to strive daily. For perfection. I yet have to yeah. seek him daily. And I have to work unto him. I have to obey. Many times there are situations that I look at, i be like, oh, my goodness. Never thinking, do I really have to? No, because I already know you got to. Now get on over there and get it done. <laughs> I'm with you. I'll never leave you, now. forsake you. I will be with you until the end. I know the situation looking real, real bad. But I need you to go on over there because I'm with you. And it's already all right because I made it all right. I just need you. And a lot of times I get over there and start working and and love it. Especially when the people can hear and obey God. Not Barbara. I don't have nothing for you to do. I don't have no plans to tell you to, to, to get you to do this because this was bought no, no ma'am and no sir. It's his will that we're trying to get done, not mine. Because his will must be done. My will is not even right. And without him, the thinking is not right. And without him, I'm nothing. Absolutely a big zero. Without God. Because of him, I am who I am. Because of him, he can use me and things get done for other people. Because of him, I can face today, tomorrow, and any other day come my way. But it's all because of him. Nothing because of myself. Uh uh-uh. A lot of people say, thank you so much. We thank God, baby. We thank God. Yeah, because we, we, we don't want to thank us. Yeah, and a lot of people allow people to put them up on a pedestal. And when they fall, because it was never God, it's them. Because they let the people praise them and not give the praise to God when they fall. And they hear all the negative things being said about them. Some kill themselves, some went to the mental institution, all kind of stuff. Some just let life go and just went on to the streets and became a drunk and a druggie. Yeah, because of what they heard people said about them. Now, some people say, well, see, she's an old woman, so 66, she don't care what people say. Old people don't care. The majority of my saved life, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled life, I didn't care what you said. Glad I've got Jesus down in my heart, huh? Glad I've got Jesus. I was concerned about what he said. (laughs) Not what man or woman, boy or girl said. Because what I needed, they was not going to provide, even if they could. When they got their paycheck, they didn't think of me. So why should I consider them when I'm serving the true and living God that's on my side? even said this come come here I love it let us reason together though your sins be as scarlet I'll wash them white as snow huh wash them white as snow he done told me this come sit right here what's going on oh you feel that you're in that well I'm the one that can make your enemies your footstool yeah come here I see you appearing to be under a little strain. Come right here. Come right here. I always need you to come unto me when you're heavy laden and you got a heavy burden. Come. I'll give you rest. Look here. Take my yoke upon you. I I want you to learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, you, you sit down and you have some conversations with you. He'll call you. He'll call you out to himself to talk to you. When he sees that you've been faithful and doing the very best that you could, now it looks like you've fallen. He will call you, come here, what's wrong? Why you took your eyes off me and my word and you looking at what's going on? I'm a problem solver. I can fix any situation. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. I can turn it around for your good. You're looking in the wrong direction. Come here, Barbara. I need you to go back to Proverbs 3, 5-7. I need you to stay right here. I don't care what come up. I need you to remember this. This has kept me stress-free for years. And all of a sudden, this coming, you seeing it as a, the biggest thing. No, 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 no. It's not too big for me. It's too big for you and others. But for me, I can fix it. I go back to Proverbs. I go back to walking. I go back to doing what I'm used to doing. I go back to seeing about somebody, calling, checking on somebody. When I know it anything, and a few days later, all that's over with. And then the uncommon miracle hit me about, oh, I'm going to talk about it today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Not only did he fix this big, big situation, but he blessed me financially, too, so that I could be totally at peace. I can totally rest. I totally have joy and happiness. He's that kind of God, but we got to give him something to work with. We got to go back to the old path and look around. We got to go back in the room. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Aha, thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to his majesty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We got to go back and remember the day we went to that altar with him. And we repented and we told him what we wanted. And we asked him to come into our heart and live forever. And he did that. But somewhere in there, we got a little tiny bit of sidetracked. So we started dwindling down. And instead of going to him, we began to listen to other people. We didn't hear the voice of the Lord. We didn't ask him to open our spiritual ears so we could hear what he had to say to us, the church. So God is still speaking to his people. March the 21st, 2023, he's still healing folks. He's still raising the dead. Oh, he's still doing all of that unto the believer, but we must believe. And we got to seek his face with our whole heart. And we want to be a worker in the vineyard. And we're not looking at other people's work and how good it looks. We're looking at our own work. Because what they got, they had to go through something to get it. And you don't want that. That's why God didn't give it to you. You couldn't handle what they've gone through. So, look, we have much to pray for. Pray for women that has lost their children. Pray for men that has lost their children. A lot of them because they left a the woman. She couldn't handle it. They came in and took them because she couldn't take care of them. Now, he done come to his right mind. He done lost the children, too. He don't know where his own children at. He want to love them and treat them right. Some of these same women told me, yeah, I went back and got my children. Dad was never there. Now they don't need no formula. They don't need no diapers. They may be able to get an after-school job. Now here he comes. He want to be a father now. They don't know him. And some of them don't want to get to know him. They appreciate that I know who my dad is now, but I don't want to know him because he left me. Yeah, all kind of situations, but God is who you say he is. He'll fix it for you. You done got your mind right, because the only way you're going to get it right is you go to the altar and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So he done fixed your heart and regulated your mind, and now you want your children back. Pray. Get a place for them to live. Get a few pennies in the bank so you can take care of them. You can have snacks and food and television and whatever children like, you know, toys. And you you don't have that already. Not the toy part. But when they come, you can buy them things that children like. You have time to help them with their homework. You even have money that you can bring a tutor in and the tutor help your child to learn that. They got godly tools from private godly schools. Yeah. Is there anything too hard for God? Think on that today. I want you to think on that.
2: Ask yourself,
0: is there anything too hard for Jehovah, the true and living God that have all power? Is there any message that Jesus can't get to the Father?
2: Erica Whitehouse. Is it?
0: Because this this is what's going on. What's going on is this. They're not seeking God with their whole heart. You got to seek him with your whole heart. He'll show up for you. But you got to give him a chance to show up. Many times we pray at 10 o'clock, God ain't moved by 5 after 10. You think you got to do something yourself, and it's just going to mess up everything. But when we pray, we got to have patience to hold on and to wait for him. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to one song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we'll come back with morning prayer. Well,
3: I had to bring it up to 98. But the message still is the same.
1: Because
4: whatever you need is over here at the table if it's love it's at the table if it's peace it's at the table
0: Right now, whatever we need is at the table with God. He'll prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. But there's a table we can go to just to seek him, just to talk to him. And it's all right today. I have a prayer request just come in, and uh, it's for my buddy, uh, Luzian. He is about five or six years old now, I think. And uh, I got to babysit him one day, and me and this little boy, <clears throat> we had so much fun. His grandmother brought him over. She was going to fix. She's a contractor, so she was going to fix under my kitchen sink, the 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 bottom cabinet floors. She was replacing them, and she had to go to Home Depot to get some more material, and so, well, to get the material for my cabinets, and so. She left him with me, and he had his lunch, and he ate a little bit more of it, and then he wanted to put it up, and he sang me some songs, and uh, I tried to trick him, and at first, he went for it, and that second time, he said, oh, no, it's no booger, man, and he went back to doing what he was doing, oh, it tickled me so bad, I mean full of energy, I said, Lord, I used to have that kind of <laughs> gift right there that this little fellow has. So he's having surgery this morning. And so intercessors, I need y'all to touch and agree with me that um, the surgery goes well and that he come out better than he was before he went in. You know, much better because the Lord is guiding the hands of the surgeons. Thank you, Jesus. So we give God glory that we can come to him on anybody's behalf. Yeah, not only does God hear, but he answers, and I'm so thankful unto him for answering our prayers. So let's pray this morning, and we're going to pray for Zion. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for another morning, another Tuesday morning that we haven't seen before. That, God, we have the opportunity to come before you. And whenever we come, you will in no wise cast us out, no matter what the situation is, no matter what we've done, what we've been through. Not only you hear, but, Father, you answer. You have all power, and there's nothing too hard for you to do. We thank you this morning for waking us up, closing our right minds. We have the youth and activity of limbs, life, health, and strength. And, God, we speak these things that are not as though they were. There's power of death and life in our tongues this morning. And we speak healing to our bodies. We speak healing, spiritual healings to our minds. And we ask that you would fix our hearts. We speak healing to our hearts. We speak healing this morning to unforgiveness. That God, if we haven't forgiven anybody, that this will be the day that we truly forgive and let go so that you can heal us. Because when we forgive, we're the ones that get the healing. And we thank you this morning. Father, I bring every caller and every listener before you, those that are coming through the archives and the podcast. And, Father, we ask this morning that you would bless your people in a mighty way. That God, you would give them a mind to pray more. And not just for themselves and their families, but pray for other believers all over the world. Father, we come this morning asking that not our will be done, but that your will be done, and that you would strengthen us as your will being done. Father, give us the mind of Jesus. Let this mind be in us that was also in your Son, Christ Jesus, that is also in your Son, Christ Jesus, this morning. Father, we love you today. We're grateful unto you. We appreciate you. And, Father, we want to obey but we need your help to fully obey you. Lord, we need you to lead and guide us in obedience. Give us a heart and mind to obey you, to obey your word. And Lord, we thank you this morning that you're the God who can do this for us. You're the God that healeth thee. You sent your word and your word heals. Send your word this morning that it will heal us. That God will walk up right before you, death. That we will love in the way that you said love, not like the world love, but as you has loved us. Help us today to be your people and allow you to be our God. Father, help us that you're the God of our lives today. Again, without you, we can do nothing. And we need you this morning, and we're calling on you that you would fix every situation in our lives. And, Lord, help us to trust you this morning. Help us to come up in our faith that we trust you through it all and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, help us to acknowledge you. Father, it's you that will direct our path. Help us not to be wise in our own eyes. Help us to fear you and depart from evil. Lord, let your word be the strong power in our lives. That God will follow the pattern of your word this day and every day in the name of Jesus. We bring the sick before you this morning. And God, we ask that you would heal. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. There's yet healing in the hem of your garment. And we're pressing in this morning to touch the hem of your garment that we'll be made whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it for your people here this morning in the name of Jesus. Move in your healing power today, O oh God. Heal us spiritually, mentally, and physically this day, March the 21st, 2023, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we bring the Zion before you this morning. And, Lord, we ask that you would touch him, God, and that you would heal him. And that, Lord, you would lead and guide the surgeons in what to do to heal his body. And, Lord, don't let him be afraid. <clears throat> Show him that you're with him. Your word said again, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is your kingdom. And Lord, let him remember you this morning. Touch his mind, oh God, and strengthen his little mind as he go through the surgery in the name of Jesus. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here this morning. Speak to your people and Lord, give them a heart and mind not to forget your word, but that they would put it into action. In the name of Jesus, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, Israel, Jerusalem. Father, our brothers and sisters overseas, America and the leadership of America, hear our prayer today. And Lord, we ask that you would move upon it and show us, God, that you are moving upon what we ask. In the name of Jesus, oh, we thank you right now, hallelujah. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And, Father, we give you the praise. We thank you, Lord. We can't thank you enough because we can come before you at any time, in any place, anywhere. And, Lord, not only you here, hallelujah, but you begin to answer. And, Lord, we thank you. We can't thank you enough. Oh, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your saving power to save us. Lord, not just to convert us, but God, to truly save us, sanctify us, set us aside unto you, and fill us with your Spirit. Baptize us in the Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost this morning. In the name of Jesus. We are in these last days. And, Lord, we need to go back to the old path and look around and stay with you. Not look at the new wave, new age move, but God, stay with you and remember what you said. Father, help us to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you this day in the name of Jesus. Yesterday has gone and tomorrow is not promised, but Father, we are here right now and we want to do your will. Run this race until you call our name and beckon for us. Oh, we ask it all this morning in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. Glory, hallelujah unto Almighty God. We thank you this morning. Thank you for your word. It's a lamp unto our feet, Father, and a light unto our path. Forever, O oh God, Jehovah, your word is settled in heaven. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Your word is a healing force, O oh God. Send your word and heal us today again. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank him. We thank him. I see a brightness. I see a brightness coming. Yeah, i seen depression leave. Hey, glory. higher. Hey, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some worry and leave this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Sickness, I saw it go. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. I've got a feeling. Everything is going to be all right because he's doing it. He's making it better for us. Uh, We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Can't thank you enough. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, tell me, where would I be? Where would I be? Hallelujah. I can't even think of where I would be. Uh Uh-uh. Because it wouldn't be in a good place. Yeah. And so we're grateful unto him this morning. I wanted to try... And I bring Pastor Bishop Marvin Winans this morning and a wonderful message. But I've got to re-download some things because I've been away for so long. And I guess it went out or whatever. So I'll re-download that today and tomorrow uh, we'll bring a powerful message from the man of God. And so we're just thankful. We're just thankful unto him. But I was talking about going back to the old past. And taking a look around. And if we'll go to Ecclesiastes, I believe it's chapter 11 and 12. And I love this. I love this one. I love this one. And it has helped me so much to remember. No matter what we do, we, we, it's coming up again. hmm No matter what we do, we're going to see it again. We're going to hear it again. Because daily, we are living our lives. And I often say this we are recording our movie, our own movie of our lives, what we do daily, from birth until we leave here. And when we stand before God, <clears throat> excuse me, He can play that movie for us. And we would get to see just like he saw what we've done with our whole life. Yeah. And it's not really him that really judged. It's what we've done that caused his judgment to come upon us because of what he said that we disobeyed. If God come back today, what will he see about you? If he came back today, excuse me, what kind of thoughts are we having? What are we doing? Even at work, what will God see? How will he feel? And how does he feel daily when he sees the things that we are doing? Are they good things? Are they things according to his will? Is it our flesh moving? Have we listened to other people? Yesterday we talked about all the negative talk about people that we allowed because we didn't pray first. We didn't take everything to God in prayer. So we bearing all these sins and, and and all these bad things because we don't give it to God. We're trying to handle it. We don't seek him before we make a move. The scripture said acknowledge him in all your ways and you share a your path. That's a promise right there. That's a promise. God give instructions. If we follow instructions, then he give us what the results of the instructions will be. If he said, lean not to your own understanding, well, if we lean to it, we're not going to get the blessings of the Lord. But if we don't lean to it and acknowledge him, he's going to show us the right way to go. And the end results is miracles
2: and blessings.
0: Uncommon things. I'm seeing that more and more. Uncommon things. See, to wake up every morning clothed clothe them the right mind. He's done that so long. I'm grateful to him. I appreciate him for it. I love him. But there are things that he do that I don't get every day. I don't get every year. 20 years gone by and I didn't get it. 20 years later, I'm blessed with uncommon. Because I asked for this. I've learned to do better and I'm doing better. I can't do the same thing and expect different results. I, I, I can't keep going to Walmart for chicken and expecting it to be the top-of-the-line chicken. If I want a whole fresh yard chicken, then I got to go to a whole food store. I can't go to Walmart for what I'm going to get out of Publix. Publix is a top of the top-of-the-line superstore, supermarket. The vegetables are fresher and brighter and better. Walmart is like a second class of stuff. So I can't go to Walmart expecting the results of Publix. Now, I have taken things out of Walmart, but I had to mix and bits and this and that with it to make it become a success, to make it become quality. I had to add some quality ingredients to a lower class of stuff. But if we stay with him this morning, I don't care what your situation is. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what no one said, the boss on the job, the supervisor, the manager I don't care what the husbands told you, the wife told you, the children said they were going to do, if you hold on to God's unchangeable hand, he's the God that can turn that around in your favor. Yeah. The wife come in and said, I want a divorce. The husband said, I want a divorce. You tell them, okay. Is there anything I can say or do to change your mind? I want them to say no. I want it, and I'm I'm applying for it. Okay. That's when you go to God in prayer. Lord, you honor marriage. You said man should marry and not burn. It's better to marry than to burn. Lord, you know the devil lives at the door of married people. I bind him up and cast him to the pits of hell in Jesus' name. But Lord, I need you to fix my husband and my wife heart and mind and let them see I love them. And any mistake I made, Lord, help them to see it can be fixed and we can move past this. No doubt in my mind. You said if I come to you, acknowledge you, you're going to direct me. Back. Show me what to do and what to say that will help these people to see I love them, or this person to see that I love them. The children cutting the donkey. Lord, you know, I didn't raise them like that. I taught them to love. And so, Lord, I need you to move upon them because I can't change nobody heart or mind. I can only obey you, and it's you that do the work. So do it for me today in the name of Jesus. Go on about your business. Lord, I'm in a trying situation. This is a heavy burden on me. I want to be free. I want to be free from this. Lord, I need you to move and set me free. Whatever it is, God can take care of. I don't care what it is. He can fix it. And he'll fix it in a way where you don't feel guilty about nothing. Because a lot of situations got us in there because if we do anything, other than be in there and stay there for it and see it through, we're going to feel guilty if something happens to the other person. But you talk to the Lord about it and keep talking to him about it, He going to deliver you, and you won't have a guilty bone about it. Hallelujah. So look what he said over here. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. I want to hear the conclusion Of the whole matter I want to look at me this morning And see what's wrong with me I don't want to judge other people I want to judge me I don't don't want to take self-inventory of you I want to take self-inventory of me Every tub must sit on its own bottom What I do won't affect you And what you do won't affect me when it comes to spiritual standing with God. But now, if I'm around here doing all kind of things and I never consider God, never consider you, I, I, I done talked about you, lied on you, poisoned people's mind against you, lied and told them all this stuff that I didn't even know what truth was true. I'm following what
2: somebody else said. God, have a payment for me. But Lord,
0: help me today that I don't be there. I don't do those type of things. And when it comes to the conclusion of the whole matter, I'm seeking you with my whole heart. And if you find anything in my heart that shouldn't be, Lord, you take it out. You take it out, God, and make me over. The same scripture 13 of Ecclesiastes 12 says this, fear God. We know that to fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and keep his commandments. We know that when we obey him, we belong to him. And when we obey him and we love him, he won't withhold no good thing against us. The ending part of the scripture, uh, Ecclesiastes 12 and 13 says, for so this is the whole duty of man.
2: Well, look at this.
0: We got a duty. These are things we're supposed to do. I'm supposed to take self-inventory of me. I'm supposed to judge me. I'm supposed to forgive me and ask God to forgive me. I'm supposed to seek God daily, talk of his wondrous work. Make known as these among the people. Whatever situation arises or I'm in, I need to talk to God about it. And I need to fear him and keep his word. For this is the whole duty for me. It's my duty. It's my job to do it. Not on Wednesday at church, Sunday on church, Saturday at choir rehearsal, Saturday at usher rehearsal, but daily. In my private life, where people don't see what's going on, when I'm not on display, these are things I'm supposed to do. And guess what it'll do? It'll reflect when I walk out. Even when the public see me, strangers see me, they just know
1: something is different about that person.
0: I live in a predominantly white community. And a lot of times when I go in the convenience store or other places and I say something, you can see the heads turn and look. It wasn't ignorance what I was speaking. I've allowed somebody to go before me who was talking and I heard they had a much more serious situation than me and they need to talk to these people right now. I can wait. People looking because they don't expect that out of you. You got the wrong complexion. <laughs> it was that time. Yeah. But we're not all ignorant. And when we feel with the spirit of God, we definitely full of love and it's going to show. And when I'm seeking God in my secret closet, when I go outside, it's going to reflect. Yeah. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. Again, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. We should take a look at this as often as we can. Verse 14 says, for God shall bring every work into judgment. It didn't say Barbara would. It didn't even say Barbara could. It didn't say according to what Barbara thinks. For God, Almighty God Jehovah shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. Whether it be good or whether it be evil. God is the one that's going to do the judging because he's the righteous one. He's holy. He don't have to do evil. He don't have to do no wrong. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the earth, it's so different. I often think about this. When God sent his son to die, well, to suffer first. He sent him to suffer. He chose him to be our Lord and Savior. He chose them to be the mediator between us and him, between us and God. And I think on these things, and then I think about me. I have four sons, four, Lonnie, Abdullah, Yusuf, and Chavez. Now, they haven't been the best sons in the world, I can't tell you that. But I can tell you this, I, I, I wouldn't be willing to suffer, not want them to go and suffer for nobody especially, and they're not going to appreciate it. They're not going to carry flowers to the grave. I'm not going to see anybody out there mourning years later over what he did for them. I wouldn't be willing. But look at God. He was willing to allow his son to suffer, die, conquer all, and rise with all power for us. Knowing we would not obey him to the letter. Knowing what his words say we were not going to take it wholeheartedly. We're going to mix and match it and fix it up so we can do what it is we want to do and say, well, God said I could do it. No, ma'am and no, sir. The believer have sufferings in their life. Every true believer have sufferings in their life. Why? Must Jesus bear that cross alone and all the world go free? No. There's a cross for everyone, and I know there's a cross for me. When I look back at Apostle Paul, because he taught me much, he said there was a thorn in his side. He also taught me this, Barbara, when I desire to do good, evil is always present. The things that I want and should do, I'm not. But the things I don't want to do and I shouldn't do, I'm doing. He said, but I found out what it was. What was it, Apostle Paul? He said, sin that dwelt there Sin was still in me. And in order to get the true heart and mind of Christ, we got to get the sin out. I had a friend, (laughs) matter of fact, she wrote me the other day. I hadn't heard from her in a long time. And uh, she used to say to her children, hey, looky here, wait a minute, something... (laughs) Something has changed in my house. It's some sin in this camp. Let me tell y'all something. I would be laughing so hard. I would go outside because in a minute I would start crying. Oh, my goodness. So sin is still in your camp. Well, Barbara, how do I get it? We got to go to God. Sometimes we have to fast and pray. Yeah. Sometimes we got to make some sacrifices. Because, you know, sometimes it's places that we like to go that we shouldn't be going. But because sin dwelling in us, we still ease over there to those places, make the sacrifices, cut it off, don't go no more. Come out from among them and be separated. There's nothing wrong with us having a glass of wine for your stomach's sake. You you could have an ice cold beer with your nachos and cheese. I don't think God have a problem with that. But where the problem come in, I'm going to keep drinking bottle after bottle after bottle of wine in one day. I'm going to keep drinking beer after beer. I got a six pack. I don't drink the whole six pack in one day. Overdoing anything is too much food. We overeat. That's why I'm thick. And when I overdo it, that's a sin. We got to go to him and let him cleanse us. Because I know we think we got the right attitude because we got the word and I done prayed to now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord to my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I know we done prayed them lightweight prayers. But I want to get in there and get this sin removed out of me. I want a clean heart. I need God to renew the right spirit within me. And this is what I'm seeking for. I don't want to do nobody wrong. Keep my hands, God. Keep my mind. Keep my body that I don't do nobody no wrong. I'm going to tell y'all something else. When you're laying with folks you're not married to, you're doing them wrong. The believer is laying fornicating. You're doing the other person wrong. Their sins gonna be on your head. Guess what? You causing them to sin. Whether they come and approach you or whether you went and approached them. We just going back to the old path this morning looking around. We just going back to the word of God and getting it straight. We just come in before him this morning in the realness. And we want him to know that we want him to change us from the inside out. Once your heart get right, your appearance gonna be different. Even your dress code. All of a sudden, I don't need my clothes fit me as city (laughs) or as tight. All of a sudden, I don't have to show people my style. I'm clean, my hair clean. My clothes clean and I'm looking nice and neat and that's all I got to have. Yeah, I don't I don't have to show people my style. For some of our styles are not right. <laughs> the split all the way up to your stomach, that's that's not a right style. I'm just telling you this morning. The stilettos, those are not the right style, because your feet gonna have problems you hurting yourself, that's self-inflicting pain. Because you could buy a better shoe so to be more comfortable. But you want to show off. We're just going back to the old path looking around this morning. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. What is holy? Clean. It's not a religion. It's a clean way to live daily before him. But we can't do it without him. The songwriter said, there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath the flood, lose all their guilty stain. We got to plunge again, every day if we can. Yeah, that fountain is filled with blood. That, 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 that's Emmanuel. That's the blood of Jesus. We want to dive in, come up clean. When we come up, you don't see no blood dripping off us nowhere, but we clean. We hold it we pure. The world won't see it that way. We're going to be criticized because we went beneath the flood and got the guilt and the stain off of us. The world won't understand and they won't agree with us. They'll come against us. Call us holy, rollers, and all kind of names. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's doing it for us. Every time we plunge. he done remove the guilt and stain. Hallelujah. The stain of sin. Ah, the stain of wrongdoing. The stain of lying. Backbiting. Talking about one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because see, we're a small knit group right here. We we you you got them faithful few right here. And when one hear another one name, they don't always know them deep, but they know who's being talked about. Or on Facebook many times you'll see. They're over there communing with each other, fellowshipping with each other. Somebody invites somebody to something else. Well, come on over to this group, me and my family, then over here, friends, whatever. You're going to see that. Yeah. I meet strangers that turn into family. I love it. Yeah. Strangers turn into family right before my very eyes. I know if God sent me or sent them, it's going to work out good because God is in it. He knew what you needed and he knew what the other person needed. And he brought y'all together so things could be worked out and you can be a blessing to each other. I love it. And I'm not looking for the world to be here. I'm not looking for every church member to come over here. One from every, no, I'm not looking for that. What God put together, he have a screen door up, too.
1: Yeah, and he keep
0: foolishness out of his business. And sometimes he don't let people find this. But he let you find it. Oh, my goodness. He don't let everybody do this, but he allowed me to. He gave it to me. And many days when I think on it, it just brings joy. Because I know this is God, it's not me. In the last few days that I've been sick, I I, I think the last show I did was February 27. And them last days with the cold and all of this, I oversleep. I could wake up 6 o'clock and put the show in and get things done, but I oversleep, get up at 9 o'clock. That's not bothering. 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm from the old school. Back in the day, them old people wasn't letting you sleep in no bed till no 9 o'clock. Even on Saturday morning, you out of school, you going to get up and eat. My dad used to say the early bird catches the worm. What you going to catch? The worm's gone. They done went deep into the ground. You can dig for them if you want. You're not getting no worms. You didn't get up early enough. And I still have that mentality. And early in the morning, as the day began, you never know what God going to do. Who God gonna bring. I have been at one o'clock in the morning and he'll say, Text Thelma. I don't even know what to say to Thelma, one o'clock in the morning. Thelma may be sleeping. Text. Him. And as I pull my scroll my phone up, because I'm in the bed, I scroll my phone up and put my password in and go and search for Thelma. He began to talk to me, tell Thelma I I I haven't forgotten. Tell Thelma this and that. Thelma, write me back and tell me some stuff. One o'clock in the morning, we both should be sleeping, but he moving. And he knew the right time to send this to her because she was going to see it and know that he has not forgotten her. It may be 11.58, he said, pray for Anthony. I don't know what's going on with him. We're in two different states. Pray for him. I begin to pray for him. In a few minutes, a few days, rather, I hear from him.
2: I'm,
1: I'm
0: like, wow. And you know, sometimes it's like this when you tell your children something and they hear you and everything and they want to do it, but they flesh, they do something else and that's what they do. Yeah when he said pray for him, something was churning, something was turning, something was going on. He know him. He know where his heart truly is. So if you pray for him, he gonna stay strong. He might want to be weak and his mind might have him to fall weak, but his body won't. The actual act of it won't take place. He may even be trying something, but Pray for him. It may be four o'clock in the morning he wakes me up. Pray for Jerry. My thought is, Lord, this should fall. Pray for Jerry. He telling me why. Later on that day, Jerry called me and said, and then I, I said, okay, that's why he had me praying for her, Lord. Thank you. Pray for Shonda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I said, well, Lord, she, no, you pray for her and pray right now. Uh, pray for Samoa. Samoa, pray for her right now. Yeah. And and sometimes he'll tell me exactly what to pray for, and then sometimes he don't. He just say pray. And as I begin to pray, he pray through my mouth because he knows exactly what's going on, and I don't need to know what's going on. Pray for Dot." Pray for this. Pray for Sion. Pray for that. Pray for Lou and Sherry. Pray for Sister Linda in New York. Pray for Linda in California. Pray for Laura and Mr. Mason and Miss Deborah and and her other son. Pray, pray, pray. Yeah, it's time. It's praying time. This morning he told me pray for Lonnie. That's my oldest son. He began to show me some things. I begin to pray for him. Well, I prayed for him, and then the rest of them come in there. Yeah, Abdullah, Yusuf, Kalea, uh huh, Robin, Odella. They 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 come in now. We call Odella Portia. I need to stop calling her Miss Portia, like I call Robin Miss Robin Mac. Ooh wee, that Robin Mack. Y'all pray for her here, mm-hmm. and pray for Portia too. Just pray for the children. They need it. So he began to show me, you know, and I began to pray. Hey, glory, glory. He's the God that can turn it around. I can't. And a lot of days, things that people do to God, I don't care if they get your children, your mama, your daddy, whoever, things they do to him, you knowing he's keeping them. You know, he's yet blessing them with the ability. They lose in their mind, but he keep them enough that they can function. You know that's God. But what they do to him, it calls you to cry. I try not to do that because he counts the tears. But many things people do to almighty God is wrong. They never give it a second thought because they're thinking of their ways and they're thinking of what they're thinking of. Oh, but there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is destruction. Yeah. So we got to pray. That boy MC Hammer told us years ago, you got to pray to make it today. Because back in the day when we were seeing God would wink. But today he command us all to repentance. If we did wrong and we know it, we got to get on the knees or wherever you get in your closet and you got to repent unto God and you got to mean it. And ask God to turn your heart away from that, that you never go back to that again, because if he don't turn your heart, you'll be back at it. That's why people keep coming to the altar with the same thing, because they keep going back to it, because you haven't asked God to turn your heart away from that. Lord, forgive me. I repent unto you, but Father, I need you to turn my heart away from that, that I never go back to that again. He's got the power. He is able. And he love us enough to do it for us. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thank him today. He know his plans towards us. He know what he got in store. Nothing evil. You yeah, have good for us. And he's going to bring us to an expected end. What you expect, and that's where he's going to bring you. And I'm grateful unto him this morning that he loves us enough. That he looks beyond, hallelujah, all my faults, I should say all our faults, and star. I need amazing grace, hallelujah. Shall always be my song of praise.
2: Wow.
0: (laughs) It was grace that bought my liberty. He bought my freedom. Grace did. I do not know just how God came to love me so. (laughs) He looked beyond All our faults. Yes, sir, my Louis. And so, glory to his majesty. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today. Hallelujah. He looked beyond all our faults and continues to meet our needs. He continued to allow us to breathe. He continued to allow us to have the use and activity of limbs. He give us enough strength that we can do for ourselves. We may not do all we want to do, but he give us enough strength to do. You, you can go to the bathroom on your own. You don't need nobody helping you. You're making it on your own. You, you're taking a shower on your own. Some people don't have this. He looked beyond, hallelujah, all my thoughts, hey, glory, and so my need. I shall forever. Mm. Give it to God. I got to remember the place where he died for me. How marvelous it is. Hallelujah. That he died for me. That he can look beyond my faults and yet supply my needs. I have a roof over my head today because of him. Hey, glory food to eat because of him. Clothes on my back, shoes on my feet, transportation. I owe the bank $6, but that's okay. I can pay, afford to give $6. It's him. Some days I thank him for I lay my head. Somebody don't have nowhere to lay their head. I thank him for a bed. I thank him for a couch that reclines. I thank him for breathing. I thank him for a place to sit and eat my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or even a snack. That's him that provided it for me. I wasn't able to do it for myself. And I'm grateful unto him. I know what they say is happening, and I know the prices have tripled or or, or, or gone up four times or whatever, but he yet supplies for me. He looked beyond, hallelujah, all my faults, and he supplied my needs. I shall forever look to the place out at Calvary. I'm looking at the place where he died for me. He didn't have to do it but he came to do the will of his father he even obeyed the father to death are we willing to obey God to death because he's able to raise us up I believe the believer go to sleep and they rest for a while and they get up he looked beyond Hallelujah. all my faults and saw my need, every one of them He saw that I needed a new mind. He gave me one. Hallelujah. Thank you. He saw that I needed fixing in my heart. He know that I had unforgiveness and he came in and he showed me how to forgive and let go and he healed me. He saw that I need a better prayer life. He come in and he blessed me to pray. I needed a Bible study life. He'd come in and he blessed me to be able to study his word, be able to read his word. And he gave me my understanding, wisdom. He gave me some knowledge and Nothing of me, nothing of me. He did it for me. I needed it. I could not make it without him. I couldn't live without his word. Because where I was headed was straight to hell. Well, I was headed to death and then to hell. That's what it was going to be. I was going to die in my sin. And before my mother conceived me, he had a purpose, a plan, and a system for me. And I go back and I look at that and I tell him, thank you. Hey, thank you. Many days I tried to do different things and it wasn't quite a success, but he let it last for a while, but then he shut it down because had I gone in that direction 100%, I wouldn't be where I am today. I would know that he looked beyond, hallelujah, all my faults and saw my need. I needed him. I needed a prayer life, a Bible study life. I needed to be saved. I needed to be sanctified through him. I needed him to set me aside unto himself because he made me for his pleasure. Then I needed him to baptize me in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't know these things. I knew about the club. I knew about men. I knew about going to work, making a living. I knew about dressing like the world, hair like the world. All that I knew about these things. But I didn't know he was looking beyond all my faults and meeting every need. Hallelujah. He was yet providing for me because he knew there was a day in September, around the 29th, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He knew that I was coming to him in the realness. He knew I wasn't coming to play. He knew I wasn't coming to make a backward step. He knew I was coming to him in the realness. And he knew I was going to ask him for help. Because I couldn't change these things, bad things. about. I couldn't change the line. Not on my own. I couldn't change the fornication, not on my own. I couldn't stop the weed smoking, the Crown Royal and Budweiser drinking, going to the French quarters. I couldn't change that. I come to town, I hit the clubs here, Jazz Coda Club, this club, that. I I couldn't change it. I I, I know what I was doing, though, but I found this out later on once I come to him. And he fixed my heart and regulated my mind. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And doing all the wrong things, thinking it would attract love. That wasn't going to work. I had to find him. He knew where I was. I had to find him. The songwriter said, "This and this for me too. I come to Jesus just as I was. I was weary, wounded, and sad, but I found a resting place in him. Today, he has made me glad. I don't care what people say about me. I got Jesus. I don't care what people say about me. He take good care of me. I don't care what nobody say about me. He's on my side in spite of me. He looks beyond, hallelujah, all my faults. And he sees my needs, and I shall forever look to Calvary, the place where he died for me. See, it all started there, his suffering. They beat him all night long, ripped his beard out, did him like a dog, took his clothes. And he went through all of that for me. They hung him up. Well, they made him carry his own cross up Calvary's hill. Somebody helped him. I think it was a guy named Simon, if I'm not mistaken, helped him carry that cross. And when they got him up at the top of the hill, they stretched him out on the cross, put the nails in his hands and his feet. Jesus. Hung him up. Pierced him in the side. Out come blood and water. Gave him bitter, nasty galls to drink put a crown of thorns on his head, picked on him, picked at him. Oh, but when he gave up the ghost, it got dark. Then they were out there talking about he was the son of God. Three days later, they come looking for him in the tomb, in the grave, but the stone had been rolled away. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving for you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. The stone was gone and so was he. They moved a stone, and when they looked in the tomb, he was gone. He wasn't in the grave. The grave couldn't hold him. He went to hell and conquered all and rose with all power. And he yet have all power today. We just got to believe it. He did it all for us. For he looked beyond, hallelujah, all our faults, and he sees. I need, yeah, we need to go to him and tell him about it. We need to go to him and make our calling and election sure with him. For without him, we can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. And we need him today. We needed him ever since we was born. But I need him more today than I did yesterday. Each day get worse and worse and evil is coming. The world is getting wickeder. Well, it, it continues to get wickeder and wiser. So we need him more each day. And the only way we're gonna have him is we ask him to come in each day and seek him to come in. And then we want to work unto him. We never want to forget the word. Yeah, because we always want to talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. Somebody need to hear about Jesus. He's the good news. I know people think when we get a check in the mail, or you know, we get some extra money, or we get this, or we ask for a house, he give it to us. We ask for the car, he give it to us. We uh, uh, raise on the job. We, we all of this, and we love him for it. But well, we need to work unto him. And we need to work while it's day. Night is coming. Take my word. And when night comes, no man can see how to work.
1: Mm-mm. So we want to give him our best in the day. We want to
0: give him our best concerning everything. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to request from the morning, and when we come back, our studio is open. Please feel free today to press that number one and come in. If you have something you want to say, you want to share, you want to tell us about, you can call 619 394609 Again, you can call 619 639 You also can go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash freedom-doors-ministries, and you can get in that way, too. Hallelujah. I was asking today, well, how can I get in to hear the show? Well, there you go. Yeah. And so and if you look on my Facebook page, it's posted over there as well. If you look on Facebook and look for Jesus in the Morning Radio, it's over there. Freedom Doors Ministries on Facebook, it's over there. Big Beautiful Christian Women, it's there. You, Y-O-U, it's there today. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's in many places so that uh, you can find it. People that lost a child or children, it's over there on that page. So you just click the link and it'll bring you right in. And you'll be able to even get in the uh, chat room and hang out with Brother Louie a little bit if you want to. Hallelujah. He holds that chat room down. Thank you, Brother Louie. Thank you for the scripture posting as well. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. 13 years almost in a few minutes. Me and Louie been hanging out on Jesus in the morning. 13 years. Ooh, that's a long time, Brother Louie. Every morning. Yeah, that's a long time. Sherry right there sleeping or whatever. He up, taking it in, and she rested. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. They're a beautiful couple. Uh-huh. Just a sweet, sharing. we a pretty lady. Uh-huh. I thank God for the both of them. So, look, we're going to one more this morning, and when we come back, uh, again, the studio is open. Let's go to this one.
4: in the north. I was born in the autumn time.
0: Me, hey, you that lady that played Working Man? I say, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh huh. And then they come and take a listen uh, from Blog TV. I used to do Blog TV and Blog Radio. Yeah, at the same time, and I was blessed. That's where Brother Anthony come from. Brother D come from Blog TV. Yeah, I was over there first, and I uh, got blessed me real good. And uh, I used to do the radio and you could hear it over on the TV. And so when I would play certain music, people would just stop by, you know,
4: oh, yeah, I like that song,
0: all of that. So, yeah, I am grateful unto Almighty God. Hallelujah. He has blessed me over the years. Uh Uh-huh. And I am thankful. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you have anything you would like to say, the studio is open. We got almost an hour, 58 minutes. So you got plenty of time to come in and take your time and share your testimony this morning. If you feel like the Lord is leading you, only do it if you feel like God is leading you. Yeah, because I don't want you to do what he's not, you know, leading you to do. Because if he leads you to do it, somebody's going to really be blessed from it. Mm -hmm. Really be blessed. I thank God again while I was way away. For all the concerns, the people that wrote me, the people that texted me, called me, yeah, kept up with me. A few people sent me a few dollars, yeah, to make sure I could get soup and hot tea and juice and things like that. And I was truly blessed. Cough drops. I had one sister would have spent $50 on a box of over-the-counter medication. I said, my goodness, now, that's not love. I don't know what is. But the Lord took good care of me, and I was able to go to the doctor, and they prescribed stuff, and a lot of what they prescribed didn't do nothing. (laughs) Uh -uh. But he blessed me. And today, if you notice, it's less coughing. Yeah, I just got to do the will of him. And I know some people don't understand. I just got to do the will of him that sent me. Because, see, what happened a lot of times, the enemy is tempting you. And the enemy is trying you to see what you're going to do. If you're going to follow his way, are you going to stand firm on the word of God and have the patience? I don't care, have sick, sit, have the patience to wait on him. Yeah, and it's all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right, Sister Jerry, coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. Sister, how you doing?
2: Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. And I was listening to your testimonies, and as you stated, if we pay attention to God, we won't we won't go astray. Even, and I often run back to when I run into you, even when you got your plane ticket in your hand and your luggage packed, if God say you ain't going nowhere, lean not onto your own understanding, because my understanding is I'm on the plane. hmm you not onto your own understanding. Don't be wise in your own eyes. In my own eyes, I got my ticket. My luggage is in the back of your car, girl. An old friend of mine, I ran into the store. She telling me, can you believe this girl? That I ain't going on my trip. She said to me, hey, Gary, good to see you. I said, yeah. She said, you in a rush? I said, yeah, I just got my hair done. I'm on the way out of town. She said, oh, sister. I hate disappointed but I don't think you're going. I kinda just looked at Barbara like Barbara, you know I'm on my way with Miss Tillis. What are you talking about? I said, Oh, okay. I said, Well, you be good now and take care knowing you ain't nowhere near the Bible and what you're going to do is nowhere near God's work. And she said, Jerry, see, yeah, Barbara, you're not fooling me. I know you think you're going. But all that all the all the roads leads to no. You. Bobby, you know I don't take no for an else. But okay, Bobby, I talk to you, girl. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Got to the car with my girlfriend Melia. I said, Hey, let let's hurry up and get to the airport. I was held up a little bit and they, my girlfriend from elementary school was telling me about I wasn't going on this trip. She said, why? I said, I don't know. She said, oh, Rose needs something. That's a no, hard no. I got, what is this? She said, Ticket. I said, "What people one about and luggage? Duh. What's keeping me from going? She said, I don't know. Maybe she missed all it. Maybe she saw it with me. I said, no, she, she's pretty much on the money. But it's just the enemy trying to ruin my weekend, girl. And it's Christmas, too. I'm out of here. I said, put the pedal to the metal. I, I want to be there early. We got there about 45 minutes early, an hour. I said, you want to get a sandwich or a, a Coke or something? She said, you already unwind. Uh, um, she said, I'm, uh, um, I'm going to hang out and watch the plane take off. Oh, you parked out there? You going to watch me fly? She said, well, you got to remember, the lady says you wasn't going nowhere, and I just tried to see. Why are you not going nowhere? Okay, I'm going to check in. Come on. <laughs> I looked around, she was still over there fumbling with the frappuccine or whatever. she The angel said, don't go through those doors. I said, what? Those are right. not the right doors to go through today. It could mean a problem. <laughs> I said uh, I said hey Marion let's uh, let's go to the bathroom I want to comb my hair and make sure the hair is in place she said girl you just got out the chair you're looking good yeah but I, I want to go look at myself in the mirror maybe it's something I've missed on me I want to be fabulous <laughs> <laughs> that in the mirror Marion in the bathroom that same age in the mirror you're not going on that trip. You go on that trip, you won't be coming back. So I thought about it. I said, Mary, I'll keep here and if I go on this trip I'm not coming back. She said, Girl, that's a good thing, man. You just moved to Miami. Oh, do you think so? That's be perfect. Okay, hurry, let's get to the let's get back over there and get out of here. She said, Well, I'ma stand here and watch you go through the doors. When I got to the door there was an angel standing there. You go through these doors. You will not return. I already know. He's gonna ask me to live with him and I'm it won't be a good ending. I stopped. I looked around. Marion, she's just like me, she's so cooked along with somebody else. Yeah, I just let me a free and I said, Yeah, um she said, Why you ain't going through the door? Um, I keep getting a feeling, and my gut keep telling me, and I'm getting nauseous. So you just there? Don't be afraid. This is a good thing. Y'all really hooking it up now. No, no. I said my mama always told me three warnings is enough. Four warnings is too many. I've had already four of them. I think I. Forget about this trip. i call him and tell him I can't make this flight. out. I'll, I'll make it another time. I, maybe I'll come up at New Year's. he's going to be upset. Oh, he'll get over it. You know, I don't live my life by people getting upset. This is Jerry you're talking about. Huh. They get upset, they'll be all right. It's me I'm concerned about. Selfish, selfish, selfish. So we started walking back to the place. She said, um, so you going to go home? Yeah, my spirit is telling me to go home, get in the bed, and get some rest. It's Christmas. I go and get the kids and spend some time with them. He said, "Oh man, so you're gonna call me? Yeah, I call him and tell him I ain't gonna be able to make it. He went, "What? No, I'm not gonna be able to make it." And um, maybe we'll look up at New Year's. Or- Whenever my, my mind gets right right now, I'm not on the right page. Something's not. Something in the cosmos is not right right now, baby boy. He said, well, I have so much planned. And I, I said, and I was so excited to be receiving all those plans, but I won't be making it. Got him back in the car, and we driving home, we driving home. After I get home, that plane crashed. A born air flight crash. Mr. Crowd, he in the kitchen cooking me out with all this Christmas dinner, knowing I'm going to eat all this stuff. Here, I made this German chocolate cake. Oh, that'll work. Why well, didn't take a trip? I said, I guess because the plane crashed. Oh, you weren't knowing it. So, how did you know? Uh, God, God, he's good to take care of me. He takes good care of me. God. i went in the room and said, God, I thank you. I'm disappointed, but I thank you. I should have been on that plane dead, but I thank you. There's a purpose and a plan for my life. I thank you, God.
3: I got on my knees.
2: I was so scared. I got in that bed, and I just covered up. I was so scared. Then my girlfriend, Mary, came come, and she said, hey, did you hear about the plane? You hear I wasn't supposed to be on that plane, girl? My friend Barbara, she knew not that she saved me. She came out of nowhere at Walmart to tell me, "God got angels capped all around me." She said, "So what you gonna do for New Year?" Well, don't I just get over thanking God for what He just saved me from before I try to go through another uh, stairways to hell. Okay, let's just let's just keep it like this for a minute. I said, "We'll, we'll holler later." So her and her husband and my husband, and we all came and ate Christmas dinner. She said, Jerry, you're not acting like you're acting. I sound really not happy because, remember, he's not my husband, like they said in the Bible. The man you're living with is not your husband. He's not my husband, and I can't have no fun. He can get out and do anything he want to do, and God allows him to do what he wants to do. But me, mm, always get told no." He said, well, you don't always get to it. You're just mad now. Yeah, I was upset. And then the next time God came to me, it was in November of 2019, and said, go apologize to your husband. What? God, oh, what's wrong with you? They didn't hear you did you see everything he did to me? That's why I divorced him, God. He said, but that's why I kept you there in that house. I said, what do you want me to say? This ain't Robert, forgive me for I was wrong. Take the high road. I don't really know how to do that. You don't have to speak like my mouth. I'll walk out that but nothing may come out. You a walk on out there. I'll walk that by. What's up? Robert, forgive me for I have done so much wrong against you. I apologize. He busts out laughing. I walked back in the bedroom so angry, I said see you baby to God, See how you took me and forgive say thats on him. You see me all oh, that day. I was angry, and that was very angry. Then one one of twenty 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 nineteen I dropped my phone on the floor. Here's Miss Lazer. Robert, come here. You okay, can what's wrong, Judy? You could barely breathe. I said, what's wrong with you? I dropped my phone. I can't pick it up. My back hurting bad. Mm-hmm. He ran to the front room and called 911 and said, I can't breathe. His lungs were starting to collapse. Six months later, he was thinking. Thank God I had Bobble. Bobble, something wrong. He's getting sicker and sicker. Now I don't want him being sick. You know, I don't want that on my hands. God said, you you apologize, didn't you? Yes, God, I I didn't mean it. And he laughed and I got mad. He said, you apologize? Yeah. Okay, then. This will be all right. And then in the end, he said, "Jerry, you won." person better than me. No, I'm worse than no, you, God. I'm worse. No, I'm worse than no, worse. No, worse. No, worse. And they're the awfully thing to see is a person trying to suck air through an oxygen tube. So yes, Father, obey obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm often reminded how it could have been me, it should have been me. But God saw A plan and a purpose. You know what I'm saying, Bobby?
0: Uh Uh-huh. I do. I do.
2: Conscious. I mean, you came out of nowhere. I only went back in the salon to get me some um, hairspray. I wanted to make sure every one of my strands was hanging down. (laughs) Well, see, uh, I wanted everything in place.
0: Uh, the girl that that, that did you had she didn't look like she didn't weigh twenty pounds. She used to come to the no, show, and we I went to Georgia to church with her, and I met one of her friends that worked for the FBI, and we went to the mother's house to eat. It's because mm-hmm. it was right after Thanksgiving, so I used to go in there to yep. you know talk to her kitchen, kitchen Baldwin was her name, and so I used to yeah. go in there to talk to her. Uh huh. And uh, I saw you in there. Uh-huh. And the Lord moved. But you know, Jerry, I see something.
2: I was dressed for the wrong thing. I was not dressed for successful like I am now. Well see, this
0: is the thing, Jerry. The good thing is God know the very intent of our hearts. And see, he know that we out here doing some wicked stuff and wrong things. But he know when we know that it's him. When we truly to find out it is him, he know we're
2: going to humble. Yeah, he know. It. I and got four know. warnings, and I said to my friend, my mom always said three warnings, but so when you are four, you better take heed, not Jerry. I mean, I got a warning every day before I went to school. That didn't matter. But I'm getting four warnings in one day. Oh, uh, about pull up one too deep. Yeah. And I was one too deep, doctor.
0: Well, God is a God that can turn it around. Okay. Yeah. See
2: you what happens
0: to my husband, death? Yeah. He's that kind of God. But see, what happens to Jerry is this. He got to let us see, it's time to make a turnaround. And he sent you in there early enough to, to repent to Bob, to ask Bob to forgive you. Because he knew Bob was going on Yeah before he even You know showed the signs of breathing He was getting ready to go on In a little bit So that you wouldn't be left with a guilty conscience God bless you to go in
2: And ask him to forgive you But I still feel bad Bob I guess I don't know why I feel bad But he did warn me November is so loud Go and ask Robert to forgive you. I told you more all this month. But God, I don't even know no ask forgiveness. He's a sinner and he does this. And I he's there all night and he's not really my husband anymore. Go do it now. It's like I gotta shove it. Okay. Whatever makes you happy, Lord. And I did. And it's like I felt a chill come over me when I was saying it to him. little robber. But out laughing. I got a bigger chill, and then I got angry. Then I called people. God, do you think that was God has me to ask Father to forgive me? One friend said, no, girl, that was devil playing with your mind. Hmm. I said, I, got, I felt kind of strange, too. Well, you got a chill, I said, yeah, she said, oh, that was a, that was a rabbit jumping over your grave. Jumping over yeah. my grave? Okay. whatever. I say what? Well, I feel strange. And when he called rescue and they came and got him, I thought it was COVID. No. Lung, the left lung was gone and the right lung was collapsing. This man went to the doctor every time I looked up. I'm like, hi, and he had every recipe he on the planet. Drinking milk three and four times a day. So when my girlfriend said a rabbit jumping over my grade. I said, it probably is. I mean, maybe starting to put the cake down next year. I don't pay that 200000 so mind, a rabbit jumping over your grade. Yeah. We serve mighty
0: God. Yeah, we do. And again, he looks beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. Yeah, Almighty God does. He don't hold us to the fire. We hold ourselves to it, to the fire longer than God does. Because if he forgive you, it's over with. If he forgive you, the world may as well forgive you.
1: And, excuse
0: me. And you have to learn to forgive yourself. Yeah. Once you yeah, learn yeah, you to
2: forgive.
1: Yeah.
0: And and you don't have to worry about all that, Jerry. It's over, said, and done. You asked him to I forgive I
2: appreciate you, Barbara, because you said, Jerry, the policy may be for what is to come. You said that to me just like that.
3: Yeah,
2: I sure wouldn't want to die with unforgiveness on me because I'm thinking about the rabbit jumping over my grave now, and I don't want to die here that Bob has forgave me. I said, but he's not forgiving me. She said, that don't happen. Mm-hmm. You asked for it, right? Yeah. That's all that matters. Now, let's let's don't talk about that no more. Yeah, but see, I'm telling you,
0: he's looking beyond your fault because he knows the true intentions of your heart. Yeah. I've had to tell several people and many people that because they holding on to it. And God this and that, He gonna kill me. And he gonna damn know and, and He see how bad I am and the bad things I done. But He said, "Listen, though your sins be a scarlet, I will wash you as white as snow." Come here, come, come, been, come. Oh, you got. I was thinking like about that last
2: night. I've been bad all my life, and God, you keep on, keep on blessing me.
0: Yeah, it's yes, ma'am. Some somebody told her when she feeling the chills, that's a rabbit jumping over her grave. The rabbit jumping over your grave? You know you've been bad all your life. That's
2: that rabbit jumping over your grave. I, Jerry, said I only got the chills what I'm talking about.
0: Jerry, hey brother, God bless you this morning. Hey, look, Jerry. Now we all have been bad all our lives you're not the only one
1: mm-hmm.
0: jerry we was not born saved sanctified and filled with the spirit of god we wasn't born that way all of us have sinned and come short of his glory you think you're the only one and you can't compare your you know, sins to other sin. people's sins listen you you cannot compare your sins to other people's sins because of this there's no little sins And there's really no big sin. Sin is sin. If I steal a 25 cent bubblegum and you kill a a, a 35 year old woman, my sin is just as heavy as yours. Yeah, it's still wrong. Ain't no big wrong, ain't no little wrong. Wrong is wrong. And see, people try to compare Oh, well, they didn't do nothing to
2: take a little bubble gum,
0: so he should let her go. Now, them over there, they done murdered. Now, you locked them up forever. Yeah, but they, 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 it carried the same punishment, in other words, for the wages of sin is death. He didn't say big sin and little sin. He said the wages of sin,
2: the wages of sin is
0: death. Is death. You've got to forgive yourself and move on. See, because the enemy want to keep you stuck right there, And see, in your mind, without you even knowing it, you telling yourself you so special, you did so big a sin, and you did so much wrong, and you just all of the wrong. Girl, you're not that special with sin. We all have sin all our lives until we truly came into the knowledge of the truth, and we came to God and gave him our heart.
1: Come in and live
0: forever. Your sin ain't no bigger than nobody else's, Jared. Your sin is no bigger than a serial killer, a rapist, a child molester. Huh. Your sin ain't no bigger than that. And, and and whoever you did it to, if they still living, call them and ask for forgiveness and move on. If they done died, ask God for forgiveness and move on. Because a lot of things yeah. we were doing, we didn't know no better. We didn't know no better. I'm slinging dope.
2: I'm clubbing.
0: I'm drinking. I'm hanging out. (laughs) I see a man, I want him. I'm going to go after him and most times it worked out like I wanted it to. But guess what? Some of them, I didn't know if they was married or not. That never crossed my mind. They could have been married, Jerry. That's a real ugly thing to do. That adultery... The word says, all adulterers go into hell unless they repent. Now, if they repent, they won't go. But you don't repent, you go to hell. And when we out here doing this, mm. we don't consider nothing. It's your flesh at work. It ain't Jesus. He was the one that come that we might have life. The devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. And that evil spirit come in with your flesh and it to use you to the fullest. But
2: there is a fountain filled with
0: blood drawn from the manual vein. Look at Jerry, and sinners plunge beneath the flood. Lose all their guilty stains. Ha! Lose all their guilty stains. But you got to plunge You got to plunge And ask God to wash you clean Lord forgive me Back during them days that was my flesh That was I was not in the spirit Of you I didn't have your spirit I wasn't living for you Back then So Lord forgive me I'm not making excuses it's the truth Father you know it But forgive me for all my sins My wrongdoings, my wrong thoughts The wrong speaking, but wrong feeling. And Father, though my sins be scarlet, Lord, I ask today that you would wash me as white as snow. And Father, Mm -hmm. help me to forget these things that I need to forget. Help me to forgive who I need to forgive. Help me today to be yours. Give me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit within me today in the name of Jesus. You got to pray. Sometimes you got to pray the same prayer over and over, but you pray it until it leaves. Because not only God here, he will answer. But he got to see that you yes. can see it. And don't think more Thank of yourself you, than God. you ought to. Don't think more of yourself than you ought to. Even in seeing that, if that spirit got you thinking you you, you know, did sin so big, they bigger than God did yeah. because you, Jerry, now we got to let that go. That
3: yes.
0: will not it won't work. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he'll hold you bound. The devil will. He'll hold you bound with that thinking and hold you bound with the food. I'm telling you, but that's what it is. Turn God around. has that you might have life, Jerry, and have it more abundantly. You got to believe that. And anything you did in your past, he will forgive you. You see how he blessing you, woman? Do you think God would be blessing you like that? No. He understands Jerry. He understands. Again this morning he looks beyond. Hallelujah. All your faults. And let my Your needs. It's some things you got to let go. God already done fixed it, but you got to let it go. And believe that he did yes. it for you. Because he loves you this morning. And there is a special love for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a special love for you. He loves you unconditionally. He love you in a big way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yes, thank
2: you, yes. God.
0: Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what we have to get. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You, father. Wait, say that again.
2: I said thank you.
0: Yes, God thank bless you. Thank you for today. We thank God. We thank God today. Thank him for his word. Thank him that he can do anything for us that we need to do anything but fail us because whatever he do, is going to work for us and it's going to work for our good. Okay. He don't do nothing evil to hurt us. Sometimes he has to let things go because he see, you're not going to change. You're going to continue to do it so he back up so you can go ahead on and do it. But what you're doing cause you to fall. And if you don't go to him and ask to come back up, he can't do it. But if you come to him and ask him, Lord, help me back up. I'm sorry, Lord. I did this to myself. Because a lot of times, we don't want to accept the blame. Yeah, I I I work with people, and a lot of times, they done did wrong. Even in the relationship, even done did wrong to their mama. They will admit it to me, but they can't admit it to the mama. And when the mama mm-hmm. mentioned, you did me wrong, they go to uh, fussing and, oh, mama, you mama, this and that. No, no, let's admit it. If you want to get over something, you got to admit that you're done. It. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, you do. If you won't
0: help, you got to admit it. Help me and, it. Yeah, and the scripture said this the first one without sin cast the, stone. cast the first stone. The 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 word also said again this morning, We all have sinned and come short of his glory. I don't care if it was in nineteen thirty eight, if it was in nineteen fifty eight it could have been around in 6 to 8, 7 to 8, eight, to eight uh, 2008, 2018. It could have been anywhere it wanted to be. But yet you came short. You sinned against God. Now, you may have repented and got saved and, and you're on your way and you're walking. Across, but at one point, you wasn't always here. No, sir, no, ma'am. You wasn't always uh, trying to get it right with God. Yeah, and I—that's why I can't look at other people and judge myself against somebody else's sin. No, because we—we—we we don't all sin the same way. Mm-mm. Yeah, my sins are a, a, a little bit different from other people. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Church folks sin too, Jerry. Did you know that? yeah church folks do wrong too. That's why God gave us forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, that's why He told us to come. Let us reason together, though your sins be as scarlet, I wash you as white, white as snow. You talking to church folks too. Amen. We were talking to the believer because sometimes things come so hard for the believer, and especially death. Mama died, oh, I can't get over it. Oh, Lord, it's the end of the world. Keep living. You'll you, you, get over it. I know people go to the graveyard and doing all this stuff at the grave and, and, and birthday parties, at the grave for the dead person. That person's gone. they gone. Yeah. And you can't bring them back, move on. Yeah. Some days I think about my daughter, and it's something I want to tell her because (laughs) when TikTok came out, she used to send me stuff from over there on TikTok. And I used to say, girl, now I got to pray again. I already had prayed, and here you come with this right here. Now I got to go back and repent and pray because I done had a good time last. So some days it's things that only she and I used to laugh about and, you know, talk about. And I want to tell her, oh, they they doing this now. They're not doing it like that no more. I, I can't tell her. She's gone. And it wasn't for her to know. And it's for me to continue on in Jesus. And if I continue on, then I get to see her again one day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But we got to get in that word. And and these scriptures, you got to remember these scriptures. You got to remember when that enemy kept, yeah, you were so bad. You went to the office every day. That's when I was a child. When I was a child, I, I, I did what children do. I'm an adult now. I put away childish things. I'm not going to nobody's office. I'm not encouraging people to do wrong. I'm not going to do wrong. So we got to get in the word and remember the word of God and apply it. Let that word do the work in us. Tell that devil no. Just say no to the devil because he's coming with all kind of mess. He don't care who he tempted. He tempted Jesus. He tempted the Savior of the world, the Son of the true and living God, the Son of Jehovah God. He tempted him. If you, the son, cast it, make these stones turn to bread. He done told me before, Jerry, listen. He said, look at you. You ain't got no husband. You ain't going to never get no husband. You want a husband. You just saying you don't want one. I said, devil, you're a liar. Get away from me. He he remember so and so. Let's say Larry. Remember Larry? He in town. And he's been asking where you at. Well, he'll keep asking. I don't go backwards. I go forward. devil yeah, He tempts everybody. We just got to stand up on the word of God and in God and be strong and just say no to the thoughts, the wrong thoughts that he's bringing to you. I've been bad all my life. You're a lie. I repented. The Lord saying that I'm on the right path now. I just got to keep seeking God. Yeah, you got to bind him up and cast him to the pits of hell. He going to send all kind of stuff your way, hoping you'll bite the apple, you'll bite the unforbidden fruit. Most people call it an apple, but I don't know what it was. And that's how I stay strong, is I stay in that word in my mind. Situations rise up. Even on TV, I could be watching a movie and something go on. Do you know the word of God will pop up in my mind? That's why I can't watch in and everything. Yeah, the news and I ain't got no time for that. God already done told me what time it is. And if I believe Him, I don't need man to confirm. And they only put not that what's gonna keep you in fear, and they only put not that what's gonna keep you looking for it. You're looking for this. Well, they said that. Let me see. Now, I I ain't got to see no more. I'm good. He said the world would become wickeder and wiser, and it's doing it right now, even as I'm speaking. So what I need man to confirm it, for God already spoke it, if I believe in it, believe him and trust him, I'm going to hold on to what he told me. And nobody can take it away. But I gotta be serious about the business of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He looked beyond all my faults. I had some faults around here and saw my knee. Yeah, I had some stuff going on, should have sent me to the nut house, to, to the mill institution. Locked up forever till I die. But he looked beyond all my faults and so my need. hallelujah i don't know if you remember or not i i tell you about me and calling a lot of times during the holidays thanksgiving christmas especially and sometimes new year just depends and they done got out of prison because they did a bunch of time for killing somebody and the parents still living or the siblings still living and that thing weigh heavy on them because they able to spend Thanksgiving with their family. But they took a life of another person. Now that person can't. So they called for prayer. They call for counseling. They, they just want to talk to me. And what they call talking them off the ledge, I have to talk them off the ledge. Talk them back in God. Because that thing went heavy on them. I took that man's life. He came and spent it with his children. Had I not done that, he still would have been living. Well, he may have and he may have not. Only God knows the day you're leaving here. So I talked them back, you know what I'm saying, in the right frame of mind. Because what's been done is done. You can't undo it. And if you ask God to forgive you and you meant that, it's over with. The world may as well forget. I don't care who you killed. I don't care what you stole. I don't care who you lied to. If God forgave you, everybody may as well forgive you, including yourself. And I learned to forgive me because God blessed me right off the bat. He began to show me things and talk to me and, and through the words. And I comprehended and held on to it. Hallelujah. I'm blessed today. And so are you. Hallelujah. If anyone else has something they would like to say, it's so feel free to you press that. mute act. my mic, Barbara.
3: Huh? Okay, mute it. You
0: can, you can mute my mic. Okay, I got you. I got
2: you, Jerry. God bless
3: you. you muted. I think this I brother think Anthony you. is right here. Morning, brother Anthony. God bless you. How are you? <laughs> good morning, Miss Barbara. God bless you, everybody. I just wanted to say good morning to everybody. And First of all, good God, thanks for waking up this morning. Thank you for starting on my way. Thank God for life, here for strength, keeping my right mind. Thank you for allowing me. See another day i've never seen before and i just thank god for what he's doing in my life doors he's opening that no man can close and the doors he closing no man can open Amen. and i just thank god for who he is to me what he's doing in me in me where he brought me from where he's taking me at and i just thank god for this ministry as well thank god for you miss brother and good morning that everybody that's tuning in thank y'all for just being obedient and tuning in as well And uh, just ask that y'all continue to pray for me, my strength in the Lord, and pray for me today as well. I'm praying for y'all, and good morning to you, Brother Louis, Sister Jerry, and everybody out there listening this morning. God bless y'all mightily, and y'all have a blessed, awesome day today. Amen. Amen, amen. Uh, uh, Did you
0: call me back yesterday, Brother, asking me with me, somebody to meet?
3: No, nah, no, nah, but I did talk to him, and they said they, they, they're fine with them. They will, so i okay, just okay. for the uh,
0: opportunity. Just let me know when. Yeah, brother. I just, just. Yeah, just let me know when. I am excited. I'm waiting on it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yes, sir.
3: Brother
0: Lewis, say hey, brother
3: Anthony. Good morning, brother Lewis. Oh yeah.
0: When I said, he said, well, he said, what are you talking about, rabbit? <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Oh, Brother Lewis, I said, he ta- I, when I told him, about, I said, Jerry uh, said, when you feel that feeling, it said, the rabbit jumping over your grave. He said, my dang. <laughs> I guess Lewis figured, well, don't tell nobody that about the rabbit. Oh, he just kicked me. I, I, I tried not to read it, Brother Lewis. Because I didn't want to scream. Did I do? I would laugh loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, we thank God for the Holy Ghost. But see, when I... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Let's go back to brother D. I see you in the house, brother D. God bless you this morning. So good to see that 706. You know, that makes my day. Yeah. Because I know, you know, that you are right. I mean, you may not be perfect and have all you want and need and all of that. But at the same time, you get alive. Hallelujah. You yet have some use and activity of limbs. You can activate your phone, uh huh. And I can see that seven o six. And so I'm thankful unto the Lord this morning. Yeah, yeah. God is faithful, and He is good to us. And look, I got one request. And when we come back, um, if no, well, I I play it when we end the show. If no one have anything else they would like to say, we have some time now. But if you have nothing else to say, I will uh, close us out, and we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. I woke up at 5.30 this morning, and I wasn't even sleepy, drowsy. And I looked at that too, yeah, the Lord is bringing me back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm so thankful. I just got to continue to get rid of this cough, eat them oranges, And drink the tea high Yeah, and eat that soup Yeah, I'm still doing it But I eat regular food too But those things help me And the soup have lots of chunky vegetables in it So it give me a lot of energy And so I'm thankful for that I gotta get on them vegetables And just ride out on them Don't never get off of them Yeah, and so we're thankful Let's pray Father God, in the name of Jesus We thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done Lord, we thank you for deliverance today in the name of Jesus. We know that you're the one who set us free, oh God, and we're thankful. We thank you that, God, you're with Zion. God, if you go through his surgery this morning, we thank you for hearing and answering our prayers for every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. Father, we ask today that you would bless families everywhere. Unite families, oh God. Bring them back together. Lord, we ask that you would kill the spirit of pride in family members that's making them can't go back and deal with their families. Give them patience, oh God. For, Lord, you brought us together as a family to love one another. Do it today for your people in the name of Jesus. And, Father, as we depart this morning, bless us financially, oh God. Give us uncommon finances this day. The Lord, we'll be able to do some things for others. For there are things we desire to do for strangers. And, Father, we ask that you would move upon it this day in the name of Jesus. Bless our going out. Bless our coming in. And again, Father, meet the need
2: in our lives
0: according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. We ask it all this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord watch the two men thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I seek the blessings and uncommon miracles upon you today. March the 21st, 2023 in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye and we're going to our last request of the morning. To go
4: there where they at. Being in Uh-oh. the streets Uh-oh. and watching young people with their swag and, and things. you begin to learn how you got to adapt in order to win them. You got to learn how you got to go where they at in order to be able to reach them. So we gonna give you this one. This one is called I Put God On.
1: Amen. Okay.
4: Anything that you may be going through, any situation that you may be facing, anything that you may be struggling with outside of yourself. Come on now. And put God on Come
2: you. On. Yeah. Amen. See. Look at Ricky, look at
1: Ricky. Huh? <laughs> i like to
3: make